welcome to the Keep Going Podcast, where we encourage, inspire, and transform lives. My name is Judy Perfect, your host and Keep Going Encourager. Hello, and welcome to our Keep Going Podcast. This is the month of February, better known as the Love Month. And our theme for this month is simply love. Starting with, what is love? Understanding the true meaning of love. Now, most of us have probably heard the song, What's Love Got to Do With It? In fact, there's also another song that says, What the world needs now is love. And if there's ever a time that this world needs love, it is now. Because there is so much going on. Uh, that is just if I, I think if people just start loving one another, that we would have a whole lot more peace than what we see that's existing right now. You know, I would venture to say that love has everything to do with it. And this month of February, love will be our focus emotionally, physically and spiritually. So we use that word very loosely. And oftentimes not even thinking about what it means. Some people say, I love you at the end of every telephone conversation because it's been a family habit all of their lives. And unfortunately, there are some who have grown up with a distorted view of love and go through life looking for love in all the wrong places. And then there are others who have a conditional view of love. And so live a life of expressing love when, when actually there's, they're requiring a condition to be met before they can express love or show what they are calling love. But exactly what is love to you? How do you define this powerful word? Some say it's a deep affection that you feel towards someone. It could be your spouse, your child, parents a friend or family member or some significant other. It could also mean a great affection or feeling that you have for something. And in the month of February, we traditionally see love demonstrated in various ways. We see hearts everywhere. We see roses. We see flowers. We see chocolate candy. We see jewelry, gifts, and all sorts of things that we, that's, that's, actually demonstrated or expressed feelings of love in this month of February. Yet Paul described love this way in 1 Corinthians in the 13th chapter. He says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. In fact, love never fails. Now, if there's any question in your mind as to what love is or is not, I, I think Paul just gives us or just gave us a clear understanding of love. So where do you stand? How do you stand in these passages of scripture? We're going to take a deep dive and uncover just 
where we are on the love barometer. Starting with love is patient, love is kind. Now, we live in a society today where everyone seemingly is in a rush. We have very little patience when things are not going our way. You know, so I'm going to ask this question. What is your patience level like when you're standing in the line in a store and the line is not moving? Do you get impatient with the salesperson or with the person causing the, the, the uh, delay? What about a spouse who doesn't think as fast as you do? Or should I say does not think as fast as you would like for them to? Or even move as fast? Do you demonstrate patience? Do you demonstrate kindness? Okay, so what does love have to do with someone standing in line or a spouse moving or thinking slower than we desire? Well, it has everything to do with it because we are called to love others and to show patience and kindness toward others, just as Christ does for us. Have you ever wondered what it would be like if God grew impatient with us? and withheld his love every time we delayed on something or didn't move as fast as we should or didn't think the right thoughts the way we should. And then we have, it does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. So we just talked about what love is, and now the focus moves to what love is not. Love does not envy. Simply meaning that you are feeling some kind of way because you don't have what someone else has, which could be material things, how someone looks or any kind of desirable attribute that they might have. They might, in your mind, look better than you. You might think that they wear prettier clothes than you do or drive a better car than you drive or live in a bigger bigger uh, home than what you live in or have maybe even a better job. All of these things, if you're wishing that you had those things because someone else had them, that's not expression or showing love, but that's showing envy. And love does not envy. Love does not boast. That is that overly and excessively talking about your accomplishments and your abilities or what you own and what you have, how much money you have in the bank, your 401k, you know, what you put aside over here, how many rental properties you might have, or how many trips you've taken, you know, this just anything that causes you to talk excessively about what you have or what you own, or even your abilities. Maybe you have uh, a degree that you feel like most people can't attain. And you might boast about that, that you've attained this degree, or you might have several degrees. So have you ever been around someone who cannot stop talking about themselves? It's not a great feeling. And in fact, it gets very bothersome if you, if, if, if I could use that word. Also, love is not proud, meaning that you don't have an excessive preoccupation with yourself and your importance or your status or your accomplishments, comparing yourself to others that lifts you up, but yet it puts others down. So love is not proud. That is not showing or demonstrating love in any form or fashion. Love also does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. 
It is not easily angered. It, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love opens our hearts and causes us to think of others. It keeps you from doing those things that might cause shame or disgrace to others, particularly those who, who love you. And it helps you not to always think about yourself, but causes you to reflect on how your actions might affect someone else. It is not self-seeking. It is not about you. Love thinks about others. Earlier we said love was patient. When we exhibit patience, it becomes more difficult for us to be easily angered. Little things don't upset us as easily. We can seek to understand, and we should seek to understand, and not always seek to be understood. And a lot of times we want to get our point across. We want someone to understand us. And yet we are failing to understand where that other person is coming from. Love gives us the patience and the kindness to be able to listen, to hear what, and to try to understand what someone else is saying, try to understand where they're coming from. And not always trying to get our point across, always trying to be understood. And it keeps no record of wrong. Some people hold on to things for years on end. They have a spreadsheet or they have a journal. They have a book of every wrong that someone has done to them. And they, if they have opportunity, will remind them of it every opportunity that they get. That's not love. Love don't hold on to grudges. Love don't hold on to wrongdoings. Love forgives. And because forgiveness is not about the other person, but about you releasing those things that you've been holding on to, when you do that, you're actually loving yourself. Because what you're doing is you're letting go of that record of wrongs that you've been holding on to. Those things, and the reason why I say you, 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 you're loving yourself, because when you hold on and internalize all of those wrongdoings, that all the things that have been done to you, you're only hurting yourself. And what happens is eventually, because you're internalizing it, it's going to come out. And generally, it will come out in some type of physical ailment, some type of illness or something like that. Anger, all of those kind of things will happen because you're holding on to all of these wrongs. You're keeping a record of wrongs. And that's not love. Let love overcome or let love allow you to overcome all of the hurt and the pain that you've experienced. Love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with the truth. You know, sometimes we think of evil as some big atrocity. But if we search our hearts, some choices and some thoughts that we have are evil. Or we might be agreeing with some type of injustice that we've seen or some type of wrongdoing that we didn't necessarily do ourselves, but we see others doing it, and but we're in agreement with it. So you, you're still rejoicing in evil. Love rejoices with truth. And that truth is found in God's word because God is love and his word is truth. 
So if you ever want to know what the truth is, go to his word and his truth. His word will tell you the truth. His word will let you know whether you're standing on the right side of the road or not, or the right side of the controversy or not. Love always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. In fact, love never fails. Now, and finally, Paul goes back to what love is. He talked about what love is, and then he talked about what love was not. And now we're back at what love is. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. And it always perseveres. It does not give up. And many of us, if truth be told, we're here today. We are where we are today because someone chose to love us enough to protect us, to trust us, to instill hope in us, and to encourage us to persevere and not give up. And because of that, we are the better because love never fails. So what does love have to do with it? Oh, I'd say, and I think you'll agree, it has everything to do with it because God is love and he loved us so much that scripture says in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That, my friends, is the premier example of love. And because of God's great love for us, we can keep going. Thank you for listening to the Keep Going Podcast. Stay tuned in and invite others as we talk about this powerful word called love. Thank you for listening to the Keep Going Podcast. I trust you have been encouraged, inspired, and transformed today. I'm Judy Burpick, and I'm your Keep Going Coach. Make sure you visit me at keepgoingcoach.com and remember to always keep going.